good Monday evening to your family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope this message finds you doing well. Join us today as we're looking at uh, Joshua 1.5. Be strong and courageous. We're looking at it. The new things that we see keep coming up in my spirit, though I've talked about it before. We're going to talk about it again tonight. Falling on my knees in worship, giving all I am to seek your face. Lord, all I am is yours. My whole life I place in your hands god of mercy humbled i'm bowed down in your presence at your throne i called you answered and you came to my rescue and i wanna be where you And you came to my rescue and I want to be where you are in my life. Be lifted high in my world. Be lifted high in my life. Be lifted high. And you came to my rescue, and I want to be where you are. Father God, we thank you that you're the God that hears us and sees us, that when you call, you answer. We thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your attentiveness, if that's even a word. We thank you for your goodness, for your mercy, for your grace, and your compassion. We thank you for being the God that cares about the things that are on our mind so much so that you know the number of hairs that are on our head. You have a plan and a purpose for our lives. Your plan is for good and not for evil. You have a plan for when we arrive here on earth as babies until we have older and gray hairs. We thank you for that level of detail. We are your handiwork. You delight in us. You already affirm and approve of each of us. You know our name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for being our our Father. We thank you that on this brand new Monday evening, we can reach up and reach out and grab hold to your infinite mercy, your infinite love that is never failing, that you are always present with each and every one of us, that there's nothing that separates us from your love not height nor depth your love is so great it's so wide we can't get over or under it it is always with us that you're a god that is for us for us for us for us we thank you for love that amazing we thank you for love that overwhelming we thank you for love that great we thank you for love that excellent and we thank you for love that faithful good we just continue to give you total praise and honor and reverence for who you are for 
God so that we can see it because you are doing a great and mighty work within each and every one of us and you are a father kind loving spirit of completion you will see it through and we just want to continue to grow in you in the knowledge and nature of you so we know your voice we know exactly who it is that's when you're speaking to us that you're a god that speaks still right now in this present moment help us hearken our minds and our spirits and hearts to hear it and not only hear it but apply it not only apply it but walk and move it not only walk and move in it but share it with each and every one that we meet in jesus name we pray amen hope y'all having a good evening today just thought i'd come by and uh talk about like i said joshua 1 5 uh it kept coming up but i, I said that early before i started the song because I know somewhere on one of the recordings is a, a podcast that says be strong and courageous. But I was reading it again, like I said, and I had some other thoughts. So I figured that I would share and bear with me as I'm going to my notes. Okay, so here we have, <clears throat> as I was, Joshua 1, 5, it says, As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. In Joshua 1, we read the transition of the leadership to Joshua after Moses has died. The command to be strong and courageous was repeated several times to Joshua and the Israelites to emphasize its importance. Surely they felt trepidation as they faced an uncertain future. But the Lord reassuringly said, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. You know, what's the point? I think, you know, sometimes it is important to talk about how, yes, it's true that this is with this is with Moses. And for many of us, we're not tasked or you're tasked with the task of going into a, a promised land. Many of us have not necessarily been wandering around for 40 years. And now we're taking on the mantles of leadership from someone else. That may or may not be your experience right now. So I, I have to say, for the historical and cultural context of Scripture, I understand. That's not what we're talking about. But I'm, I'm focusing on it thematically. Thematically, because I was thinking about that, you know, just the need or the focus of being strong and courageous. And how sometimes, or most times, if you will, the, the idea of the actual being strong and courageous, we often have to do that in so many situations sometimes we're doing that and it's not necessarily a leadership task sometimes it's our everyday life sometimes it's li living through this pandemic sometimes i say it, 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 you're trying to be, be strong and courageous around that new business idea that you're trying to do that ministry that you're trying to launch because i've told you to do it and you know albert comes in pieces and uh oftentimes it can seem daunting because more, more so, it might be whatever it is that you're trying to create, whatever it is you're trying to do. You don't see any of that outside, outside of your circle of influence, outside of every business and thing you know is something totally new. So being strong and courageous is like, I really need to do that because this is a real thing that I'm doing. Or maybe we're doing being strong and courageous to proceed with whatever decision that is before you. And I think it's important to think about that because it is natural to have fears but you know fears can be detrimental to our physical and spiritual health to live 
in a state of constant fear. So you can't hold, I mean, it's true, you're going to be fearful. I was thinking this week about the whole idea about succession planning, as you, you're talking about. Because that's what I call the idea of, uh, of, of Moses and Joshua. Even though it's not said, that's just my interpretation. I would like to think of it that way. Moses is gone. This, this leader is coming. I was reading historically when you look at the scripture. And I thought I had saved it, but I guess I didn't. I'm looking. Hang on. Did I save it? Um, it was talking about, you know, the age of Joshua. And how he was, I think, in his 20s, he, he was one of two that had been there for this, you know, period of time. And even Moses himself was not going to get to enter the promised land. So just thinking about how that might feel, though the scripture doesn't necessarily say any of that. Yet, you know, it, it's, I was also thinking about that because I was having this conversation a couple of weeks ago with a co-worker that was talking about the different transitions that are going on in my day job. You know, my, my boss uh, at one point was the head of the library. He retired. Now he's coming back as the interim. This is the way they, they, they do it. But the, the level of time that, you know, universities, policies, policies and procedures take to bring you back, to transition you back to a position you already had, is just every place does it different. So he was sharing with me the concern about what happens because how long does the person really stay in a position for interim? You know, for, for me, I'm not necessarily thinking about it because I was like, I don't know. I mean, they do things like this at, at all places, I assume. I'm sure there's a plan, you know, in place or even if there isn't, there's no way to control that. You know, so the fear of the unknown of what will happen, how it will be, you know, here, who we're going to possibly get to work with if it's not, you know, this particular leader or this particular unit head. I mean, I think those are real, real things to think and to, to experience, whether you're in a library or at any job, because there's so many things about life that are unknown. There's so many things that you have no control, no nothing nothing that you're doing and 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 the, the doing in itself is nothing negative or or have any any uh bad connotation to it you just don't have any control over it for example there's another librarian you know on campus their their librarian or head librarian retires in december and both of the people when you look at them as a whole represent such uh historic uh historic people and the knowledge and experience that they have so to say that you're moving to this space in this place where they're not, you don't have direct access to them and the direct information that they have and the ability to show you things can feel scary. And when we think about that applicability to our regular life, you know, sometimes when we're moving around life, trying to do whatever it is that we're doing from our everyday task to this other task or our dreams or the purpose for our life, we too, me, you, us, we can feel fear. And it's natural to have that. But the truth for today, that just as God encouraged his servants of old, we too can be strong and courageous because of the one who promises to always be with us. That's one of the greatest things I believe about Abba is that he is always present. There is no space, place we can go in which his presence is not already there. We are never walking behind, walking alone or walking by, by ourselves or in isolation. 
He is with us. He is for us. And I find that so encouraging. So I'm just stopping by quickly. I know this podcast probably isn't as long as it normally is. Just to, to encourage you this week as you're thinking about whatever it is that you're facing. If you'd be so kind as to reach out to the podcast and send us an email, encouragingyourspiritpodcast at gmail.com so we can par- partner and pray with you. Because we believe in standing in agreement with you. I'm not just saying we're praying for you, but we're praying with you. Also, think about what are your deepest and most persistent fears? How can meditating on Abba's promises help you overcome your fear and anxiety? Some of the times I was thinking about some of the deepest fears that I have in my life, you know, writing them down. Just to get them out there and, and telling Abba about them. I literally was doing this earlier today. Um, and realizing that, you know, whether any of those things happen or not, greater is he that is in me. That I get to fear not and trust and, and, and trust the fact that Abba is in control of outcomes. Not me. I don't have to have so much control. And the reality is I don't get to control it. And I think that's, you know, in my own life, one of the things I have struggled with most is the things that I can't control, that I don't have control. You know, maybe my fear is not necessarily related to a job. I guess, you know, in my experience, sometimes my reason my fear is not related to a job. And I don't say this at all to be haughty or to be arrogant or boastful. I say that because I have had to learn in my life that Alba is the source. I know it says da-da-da-da-da-da and da-da-da-da-da, name the place, the institution. But I really sincerely believe in my heart that every opportunity I've ever had, Alba gave that to me. I know it says that, but the the earth is the Lord's and the, and the fullness thereof. I believe that. So when I'm going to this to any job i believe that the standard is excellence i know that my boss is such and such i respect my boss but i also uh believe that i should give excellence because abba gave me abba provided this opportunity i should do my best that should be an attitude i have no matter who my boss is i know that really probably goes more with work but i believe that you know, when I'm trying to explain the point about security and things that we think about fears, I'm trying to explain why why I don't necessarily fear, you know, jobs. Um, the other point that I'm trying to make, and I think I got a little lost. Help me, help me, Holy Ghost, bring it back. Okay, so uh, some of the things that I fear, though, mostly have been relational issues or outcomes, things that I don't get to control you know deep concerns that i have have no ability to control like for example i can remember my mother was going through health challenges it it was very fearful i felt fearful going home because she needed a lot she needed a lot of help i also have a disabled or developmentally delayed brother and it's just my father there and i felt fear because it was like well with with certain situations it's not like a cold and i'm not trying to be you know anything negative but it's not like a it's not like something quick you know with with aging with long-term illnesses or with long-term situations it's not like you can look at a situation and say okay two weeks you're gonna be back to where you're supposed to be you know with healing and the body and the process with my mother it took quite a long time you know for her to heal and for a long time I had to live with the fact that I was the you know grown adult child that lived 10, 11 hours away via car. 
even if I, you know, drove, I still couldn't get there right away. And trusting that, you know, it's sometimes the most you can do is just be present and, and, and be support to your family members in those situations. So you can have real fears about what will happen if this happens or what will happen if that happens. And, and they can be real things. And they can also be things that may or may not ever happen. So learning to trust Abba and to talk with Abba about those and to actually just say them out loud to, so you get them out of your mind. I'd say them out loud and journal them down just to get them out of my mind. That may or may not be the best practice for other people, but that's what I've been doing. And meditating on God's promises. One of the things that I've learned, especially during this uh, COVID experience, is that sometimes at night I'm not sleepy. So sometimes I'll, you know, read scripture i listen to some devotional or i really like the abide app because they have different things and it's they you know read different things to you as you go to sleep and you really focus on your breathing and just getting comfortable and those are just some of the things that i've been doing in my life and not just when i'm trying to go to sleep but to overcome anxiety and fear also you know encouraging your spirit we also believe in mental health therapists so sometimes it's you know personal growth groups or it's an actual uh consultation an appointment that that i have with an actual therapist and if you would need those services please reach out to the podcast because i know at least five good ones that'll be very helpful for you whether you need a life coach whether you need a licensed clinical uh social worker or whether you need a licensed clinical mental health professional i know those two so we can uh definitely provide support for that so i just wanted to share if you remember nothing else that i said that it is natural to have fears but it's detrimental to our physical and spiritual health to just live in a state of constant fear the truth for today is that Abba has encouraged his servants of old and still provides encouragement to each and every one of us right now in this present moment. We too, me, you, us, we can be strong and courageous because of the one who promises to always be with us. Here's a close prayer. Faithful Father, thank you that you are always with me. Help me to remember. Stir up Manea in my spirit to remember your promises and trust in you when i am afraid that's all that i have for you today i thank you so much for tuning in i thank you so much for being a part of our ever-growing listening family encouraging your spirit podcast at gmail.com you be blessed have a great evening peace